All right, hello everybody and another great, great session of Game Changers. The guy that we have on today is an incredible person. I can't believe what you've accomplished, Rich Thompson. You're an incredible guy. You're really blessed with a ton of energy. People like being around you. And uh, I don't know, uh, let me just start with this, Rich. Uh, how did you become the Rich Thompson that we know? I mean, your energy level, uh, what appears to be you know, the confidence level, you're really kind of got a lot of gifts. And I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm overflowing with the, with compliments, but certainly it is the truth. Well, you know, it's it's a lot of hard work, but Tony, I got I got a uh, for you is that you asked me how becoming rich. So see, I even got a book that says becoming rich Thompson. Oh wow, okay. So I got to get a copy of that. Oh, so uh, so uh, that's you know you can read the book and then the, the interview's over. I don't really <laughs> need anything else. But uh, yeah, I've been very fortunate. I've been very blessed over the last kind of forty years in in consumer products to do all the things we have from building the largest pasta manufacturing operations in North America to running and operating Meowmix, one of the largest cat food companies, meow, 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 um, in, in the U.S., Fresh Pet, you know, built here in the Lehigh Valley, um, been the privilege of running that, and and now factory here in the south side Bethlehem. So I've just been really blessed to do a lot of really fun things that um, that I love to do. And, and I've never really had a job my whole, from high school on, I, I, I've just done things I wanted. Nobody would ever hire me. So I just said, you know, what the heck, I'll just do whatever I need to do. Always want to do things that, uh, I like, so it was never work. So for me, I, I feel like I've never worked a day in my life because every morning I get up, I'm doing something I'm excited about and I love to do it. And, and, um, and I got, you know, the secret for me is, 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 uh, hiring really good people that um that can execute you know if you hire one once in a while it's not good you got to move on for sure but um you really need to put a good team of people around you and let them go do their thing and you know mentor them manage them a little bit but let them do their thing so having good people and great projects that are fun i think what's interesting you when you talked about that rich is that you know you in terms of being in the product business you've got to be a bit of a risk taker you know you 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 really rolled out products that you don't know where they're going to go What's the difference between a good risk taker and a not so good one? Is it just luck or is it uh, prep obviously preparation? Yeah. You've got to get a little lucky, right, at times? Well, luck has a lot to do with it. I'd say timing is probably better than luck because timing, whether it's before the pandemic or after the pandemic or during the pandemic. So, uh, but timing in life is really important for products. I've, I've worked on um, projects in my career that, that didn't work out as good as I'd like and but, you know, five years later, it's like, oh, that project like blew up. It's like, oh, my God, I was five years too too early on that idea. So, you know, my mind's always thinking about something. But, then, you know, go back and say, is the consumer ready for this? Right. Because one of the hardest thing in the world to do is educate a consumer on a new product. Right. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's like you can't you don't have enough money unless maybe your craft or Coke or somebody that can do that. Um, so if it's um, something that people can look at and go, oh, I get that. And, and an example, one of our companies is. Uh, is uh, here at factory is Stuff Puffs. Stuff Puffs, you know, we're building a new 165,000 square foot, not building, it's done now. Mm -hmm. It started up this week, actually. 165,000 square foot uh, state-of-the-art uh, s'mores factory. Um, and 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 you think about a marshmallow, I mean, everybody knows what a marshmallow is. Everybody does, right? Everybody does. So, but then if you say, hey, I got a marshmallow, but I've stuffed that marshmallow with chocolate on the inside, you've got an instant s'more, People get that. You don't have to like educate anybody. They just get it, right? Oh, instead of that messy chocolate on the outside or the chocolate that never melts, you know, all of a sudden I've got something. Um, but what we're finding is that they don't even get to the campfire. They eat it. They eat it because it becomes confectionery. So 
what we're just doing is disrupting uh, the confectionery market because if you think about it, when's the last time you've seen a really interesting new candy? You know, they make them bigger, they make more bites, they make, you know, they put a topping on it, they put more nuts on it or something, but that's not real innovation, right? It's just a line extension. So the thing is, is that this is really not only the, the um, world's largest marshmallow factory in Bethlehem, um, but it's also uh, a confectionery that's uh, disrupting the confectionery market in a really interesting way. So, but when you have some product like that, you don't have to do the education. You just have to show it and people get it. Yeah, and I'm not ashamed to admit, every time I visit you at Factory LLC, a couple of those go in my pocket and uh, they are really good, really good. And I, and I want to, there's so many things we could talk about, but I don't want to miss what you've meant to this community, First and Fresh Pet, the amount of people you employ, and now the great work you're doing at Factory LLC, what that means to startup businesses, the employment uh, situation here in the Valley. And then I want to talk about Startup Lehigh Valley, but talk about Factory LLC and how you got there, uh, the, what you, the transformation you made with that incredible site. Oh, cool, is that um, I was very fortunate to be the uh, CEO, G5 uh, CEO at, at um, Fresh Pet for a number of years. We took it public, as you know. And um, I'm not much of a public guy because it's hard for me to follow the rules. And when you're a public guy, you got to kind of like really be follow the rules. And there's some people who do that really well. And for me, I like to talk and, and uh, be innovative. And you really can't do that being a public CEO. So I found uh, the next niche I liked, and that was take 40 years of experience and say, um, I can take that 40 years of experience and do something interesting to help all these new uh, younger companies. And not all of them, because the marshmallows uh, is not but um, uh, fits into this, does not fit in this category, but, uh, but the healthier companies, less processed foods, uh, less preservatives, uh, just a, um, free from uh, all the dairy-free, gluten-free, non-GMO, all of those kinds are really trending now, especially during the pandemic and over the last several years where people wanna just um, eat better, uh, live better lives and et cetera. So uh, taking uh, that format and say, hey, um, let's go out and see if we can raise a bunch of capital. And we raised um, uh, $250 million in order to uh, invest in multiple companies. But instead of being a typical PE or venture capital firm where we just give them the money and say, hey, here's the money. Uh, let's check in every few months and see what's going on. Let's not do that. Let's uh, uh, build a facility so that we've got all of this, uh, the professional people they need in one location. So uh, it's never been done before. That, that, that concept's never been done before. And again, I like to do things that have never been done and that, that uh, are unique and different and they're exciting. So it's like, think of uh, getting a scholarship to Lehigh University or Northampton College or any of the, you know, Penn State. Um, you gotta go there. When you get a scholarship, you gotta show up, right? Um, and so it's the same with, with factory. If we uh, invest in your company, you've gotta move to Bethlehem and live in this building this uh, new factory building we have at 315 Columbia Street. So the idea is if you come into the building, you'll see it, it's a really cool space and uh, you can do everything here but sleep. I guess some people have slept here before, but don't tell anybody. Um, so the, the fact is, is that uh, they would come here and uh, take one of these shipping containers we've designed that becomes their home, if you will, their office space. And then we have everything from sales, marketing, finance, supply chain, consumer insights, uh, packaging engineering, packaging design. We have Harvard food scientists that work here. So we have all of these people here. So you surround yourself and, and what you don't do well, we can do for you. So a lot of entrepreneurs um, can say, hey, I'm a great marketer, I'm a great financer, or I'm a great uh, innovator on new product. 
but there's about 20 things you have to do to be successful. Mm-hmm. So whatever, uh, whatever those things you don't do well, we'll do the rest of those things for you here in this building. We do everything here but manufacturing. We don't do manufacturing, but we have, um, you know, director of co-manufacturing and food safety. So when we take you out to find manufacturing for you, um, then we have people go out and do those co-packing agreements and do all the things that you need to do. But um, if you get to a point, we can build manufacturing like we did with Stuff Pups here. We've spent almost $100 million on building a state-of-the-art uh, marshmallow, world's largest marshmallow plant here in Bethlehem. So, so we can build manufacturing once we get a company up to the right size to be able to do it. So it's just one of those things that uh, I thought was a really cool idea. And so this is a real platform that we built here. And I look forward to probably building two more or three more across the country. Maybe one here, one in Kansas City, one in uh, Austin, Texas, maybe one out in Bend, Oregon, but uh, across the country, because this platform model that we've built here seems to be resonating with uh, with retailers, consumers, um, and these new companies. So we're on to something. What I love about that, Rich, is with the skill set that you have and the experience, you can take someone who, who creates, you know, many people who, can, who are creative, artists, if you will, whether it's food or, or making widgets, uh, don't have maybe, as you said, the skill set in terms of marketing and packaging and and that whole process. So it's it's a really good marriage. It, it sounds like to me. Yeah, and and we have the financing too, right? You, most people fail because they just don't have the financing, right? So, so yeah. So there's a lot of those things we do. And one of the things we've done in conjunction with that, as you mentioned earlier, startup Lehigh Valley. Yeah. So we've done it two years in a row now. So we'll this uh, this coming October, we'll have our third annual startup Lehigh Valley. And the idea with there is just giving back to the community with this uh, facility we have is to be able to, we can put four or 500 people in the facility, but is to be able to encourage the local community, um, not, not just in what we do, we kind of focus on food, beverage, and pet. Um, but the idea is to take the whole Lehigh Valley community and say, hey, community, if you've got an idea, I don't care what it is, doesn't matter, um, you think about it and submit it. And we've teamed up with uh, Penn State um, Lehigh Valley Launchbox. Uh, which uh, is is a, is a great uh, is a great opportunity as well. So we've teamed up with them, and we'll team up and, and sponsor with other people in the valley as things go along. We we haven't been uh, wanting to um, you know push anybody to to join us, but the fact is is that um, as people see the value, they're welcome to participate in whatever uh, level they want. So the idea is to take all these people with their ideas, um, you know, hundred ideas this last time or. I'm not sure the exact number, but somewhere around there, we take them and vet them through and find out what we think the top 10 coolest ideas are. Now those top 10 cool ideas is that uh, then they come on to the factory or last year we had to do it through uh, Zoom, but uh, vet them out, have some judges and then have some winners and then give them some money. We gave out $10,000 worth of prizes last year and you know that prize package will grow uh, again this year. So the idea is to give them a platform uh, to show, showcase their idea it's a platform to let investors, uh, the community, uh, know what these ideas are so that if you want to get around and support them, you can do that. And to give them some seed capital to help grow their idea, because the more that we can um, encourage people to create these jobs uh, in the Valley, um, that's just a good thing. It's incredible in the sense of localized, I think these are broad terms, kind of a localized shark tank. But, uh, yeah, it's a localized shark tank. That's what it is. And what do you call it? The blast furnace that I did I hear that uh, that they get. No, nah, we just call it Startup Lehigh Valley gotcha. because we just want to, you know, um, uh, promote the Lehigh Valley. Gotcha. Yeah, and it's a great thing. 
Um, what do you like best, Rich, when it's all said and done? Do you enjoy uh, the economic success you have with these startups or the fact that you see people who maybe thought they'd never be at the place they are uh, helping them get there and, and maybe a little bit of both? Yeah, I like to see people take a really cool idea um, and succeed with it, right? Um, and again, going back to the uh, marshmallow idea, um, think about that for a second, is that uh, marshmallows have been around for 150 years. Mm -hmm. How come anybody hasn't figured out how to stuff a marshmallow yet? I mean, because it's hard. There's no technology out there doing it. There's nobody that has the, the uh, intellect to, to do that. So this young man spent seven years, eight years uh, thinking about it. And so with my background and his background, we teamed up and, and um, voila, we figured it out and here we go. So that's, for me, that's the exciting part is to bring an idea together and make it work. And if it's a really good idea, you'll get the economics from it. That's not a problem. But if you go into an idea, like I'm going to have all about economics, it'll usually fail. So you have to have something that the consumer really wants and fills a need for the consumers um, at a price point they, they can afford it. So that if you can do that, it'll all work. You know, Rich, you talk about raising a, four, you know, a quarter of a million, or, well, no, I'm sorry, $250 million uh, in terms of startup capital, uh, like it was a pretty easy easy thing to do. But that really, the reason you have investors is basically they're, they're in a sense betting on you, Rich, and what you've done and what you will do in the future. Well, yeah, they, you know, you got to have a pretty good track record. Unfortunately, I'm old now. I'm not, I'm not the 25 year old uh, startup guy. So I've, I've made most of the mistakes and, and I've been very blessed and fortunate that we've gone through several companies that have been very successful. So you always like to bet on somebody that's been successful. So um, I appreciate the, um, the people that have invested in me. I've had uh, a lot of mentors, mentors through my, my career in life uh, that have helped me when I was younger. And I just feel good about giving back. And um, as, you, as you get older, it's not so much about the economics anymore. It's about you know, what you can do to help other people because we're all here on this earth for a short period of time. And, and um, when you leave, it's nice to leave something that might be good for others. So I think of the success you've had, Rich, which has been incredible. For people that are watching, think, well, I want to be that person. I want to be Rich Thompson so badly. Uh, there wasn't, I mean, when you start up and you had nothing to lose, um, were there times where you didn't want to quit, but, you know, it wasn't perfect and every, not everything was a success from the, the very beginning? Yeah, is that when you, when you start, I started when I was in high school, um, me and a buddy uh, of mine, um, we started a candle company back in uh, 1968 um, and making candles and, and pretty soon we were making them for all the pizza restaurants in North America and so forth. So, you know, for me, it was just natural taking risk. And, um, and um, yeah, there were some things that I did um, in between each one of these ventures and some of them didn't work out as well, but you got to say, hey, what did I learn there? What did I do wrong? What, what steps can I take to uh, not let that happen again? And, um, and I, I can give a lot of lessons, not, in, not today, but I can certainly sit down with somebody and, and give a lot of lessons that things that I would never do again, mistakes that I made. Um, but I, I think that um, you, can't, you cannot win without making some mistakes because you will make mistakes. Uh, you try to make them as small as possible so they don't kill you. Um, or kill your business. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, if you don't succeed, um, take a couple of days and think about it and then and go again. Uh, this is America. So it's not like um, you can't you can't fail and, and win. I think the old thing is Babe Ruth had more strikeouts than he had home runs. Yeah. Um, so but, you know, he was the king of home runs. Right. 
Yeah, I was like that one, you know. Get well, back maybe back. not necessarily. It might have been somebody else, but he was pretty close. Yeah, that sounds good. I like Dave Ruth. That sounds good. I'm going to bring in Lauren Spence because she's dying to take a couple, of, ask you a couple of questions. Sure. And, and uh, you know, Lauren, she started this. Yeah, this yeah. Whole thing. Hi, Lauren. Good so, to Lauren, see you. there you go. I know you've been anxious to, to get with Rich, and it's all yours. I really have. And the more you talk, the more questions I have. So, it's just been amazing learning from you so far. You mentioned having a lot of mentors early in your career. So, I'm curious, what is the best advice you have ever received from one of your mentors? Wow, that is that's a crazy question. Here, let, let me read my book real quick. Let me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> happy, by the way. Yeah. Let me go back and uh, let me uh, check that out. You know, that's a really good question. There's so many things throughout my career that people have uh, taught me. And, and, and I, I think, you know, one that jumps at me is, um, is, um, is, um, is uh, good karma, right? Is I think good karma. So many people get so mad at people and like hate people, or I'm not gonna, I'm gonna find a way to screw that guy or whatnot. For me, it's like, it's about good karma. Is that uh, if you do make a mistake in life and owe up to it, and, and if you, um, owe people money or something and you can't pay it back, just say, look, dude, I, I can't pay it back today, but when I can, I will. And, and, you know, whether it's five years later, 10 years later, and you show up with a check and say, here's that money that I owe you, that's good karma. And that makes you feel good and, and surprises the other person. And, and it's so easy not to do that, but it's um, so um, good. So I think good karma and doing the right thing uh, is really important in business. I love that. Thank you so much, Rich. The other question I had for you, you are absolutely in the business of innovation. So if one of my peers was feeling particularly entrepreneurial and had a new idea for the next big product, what would you tell them to have at the table when they come to make their pitch to you in order to be most successful? Well, that's a really good question. Thank you for that one. Is that, well, Startup Lehigh Valley is going to be in October, right? I don't think they've set a date, but it'll be October. So everybody keep watching or listening and Chamber will be giving information out on it. Um, you know, get it ready, um, you know, build a prototype, uh, build a business plan around it. Go talk to friends and relatives and get their feedback, uh, what they're thinking about it. Uh, if you can build a prototype, if it happens to be food, perfect it, uh, make some, share some, get feedback, make it better. If it's a beverage, do the same thing. If it's a pet food, pet treat, do the same thing and get all that information, kind of consumer information. Um, keep building your business plan, uh, get some prototypes or bake or make some prototypes um, and then bring it to us. And in October, we'll see if it's a good idea or not. I love it. Awesome. So prototype and get lots of feedback and just keep innovating. I love it. Thank you so much. Rich, I'm concerned that both of Lauren's questions are several really good questions. You haven't said any of my questions were really good. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, well, I mean, come on. Look at her and look at you. Come on. Oh, well, I know we were both very excited for this opportunity to spend time speaking with you, Rich. So thank you so much for your time. Rich, one Good. last quick question I have, and what I really love because we're, we're out of time and I don't want to keep you over, you know, over, uh, take advantage of the time, I guess the way to say it. But you've also, in all this, you've wanted to have an impact on your community, which you have had. But even the south side of Bethlehem, uh, you've been an incredible force over there. Just, you know, the energy that you have sort of emanates and what your thoughts about what where you wanted to locate and why uh, why that was important to you. Yeah, that's a really good question too, Tony. Is that thank you very uh, after, much after uh, so I'm giving you some credit there. <laughs> so um so when I left Fresh Pet, um, I could have done this anywhere in the country. Mm -hmm. Um I could have gone to Ben Oregon and built the first one or Des Moines, Iowa or wherever. 
Um, but the more that um, I was here with Fresh Pet and, and learned the community, understood the community, um, manufacturing, distribution, cost of living, uh, uh, lifestyle uh, of living here, uh, Saucon Valley Country Club, um, all the things that made living here in the Valley really uh, a great, great place for, for families and, and business. Um, and then realizing that uh, wherever I built this, I would have an impact, uh, which is one of the mentors that taught me uh, a long time ago. If you're going to build something in a community, be sure that you have a, a uh, impact on that community and you're not just somebody else over in some warehouse doing something nobody knows about. Um, so I thought I could probably make a, a decent um, uh, impact here in South Bethlehem and finding a building that we could take from an old industrial era and turn into a, a, a millennial innovation center. Um, and in town where you can walk across the street to see town or little businesses that, that hopefully will continue to develop uh, over the years. And Lehigh uh, University, uh, three, four blocks away um, and other universities close by, uh, just felt like it's the right place to build the first one. So uh, a lot of things you do in life is um, not only based on analysis, but then you gotta have a good gut feeling about it as well. So. Well, Rich, we have a good gut feeling about you. You're an incredible guy. Every time I'm around you, it's number one, exciting. It's fun. You're just high energy and great to be around. You make it feel like, you know, like this world's moving forward, not backward. I'm thankful that we have you here. That's my pitch. I'm going to turn over to, uh, to Lauren, who's going to close us out. It's all yours, Lauren. Thank you, Tony. And Rich, you talked about giving back to the community, and you certainly have done that. You and your team at Factory are amazing partners, not only to the Chamber, but to the entire Lehigh Valley. So thank you so much for all you do, and thank you for your time today. Good. And I, I appreciate you having me on, and I certainly appreciate not only Southside, but all the teammates that I have here at uh, Factory uh, LLC. And, and we got a good group of uh, teammates here for, for uh, Factory. You certainly do. To our viewers at home, we hope you enjoyed this installment of Game Changers and we look forward to connecting with you next time. Make sure you stay tuned on the Chamber's social media pages for our next episode. We'll see you then.